Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. In this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I've experienced a lot, and I know that a lot of other autistics and ADHDers, particularly those with rejection-sensitive dysphoria, have experienced as well, and that is insecure attachment. Now, insecure attachment and rejection-sensitive dysphoria are very connected. So, if you're more, if you're curious about rejection-sensitivity and dysphoria, I did an episode on that, episode seventy-one. Um, if you want to check that out, just for like um, an intro to this episode, feel free. But basically, rejection-sensitivity dysphoria, in essence, is a trauma response from being misjudged, uh, mistreated, ostracized by society throughout early life, usually due to undiagnosed disabilities such as autism, ADHD, dyslexia, whatnot, um, and becoming very insecure in friendships and relationships because of having friendships that end abruptly, friends that leave us without any warning, um, friendships that we feel are legitimate and then realize at a later point that maybe it wasn't legitimate and we're left feeling abandoned by the other person. And, and everyone has their own stories for their own background. Like for some people, it's more related to parenting and lack of care from parents or family or whoever raised you. Um, for me, I was lucky to have a caring, supportive family, even though there was still plenty of misunderstanding in between my family and I. I was not diagnosed uh, as autistic at the time I was growing up as a child. I did not have that diagnosis until I was well into my teenage years. I was 16. Uh, I did not have an ADHD diagnosis until I was 29. Um, and now there's a lot more information about how autism and ADHD occur together, and a lot of people have characteristics of both autism and ADHD and how ADHD is also hereditary and I know that a lot of family members have ADHD now including my father. So anyways, this this um this attachment insecurity does usually stem from experiences with friends or family from an early age and negative experiences, experiences where we leave feeling confused, misunderstood, and abandoned. And that carries over to our adult lives as trauma. And uh, at least in my case, I've come to realize that that has translated into feeling very insecure in friendships that um, even in friendships that are good, and especially in the friendships that are good, in the friendships that I really value, 
I start projecting and becoming really insecure. The slightest hint of any neutral or vague response or vague reaction from the other person, I become um, very insecure. I, I start to think, oh my gosh, they didn't respond because they're upset at me. Uh, because I did something, because um, they didn't like this, or they didn't like that, or I said something that was off-putting, or that made them feel a certain way. And now automatically, and this could, most of the times, does not have anything to do with me. Most of the times, the other person is just busy dealing with other stuff, and it their, their lack of communication with me doesn't have a lot to do with me. But I internalized it to an extreme. And in my mind, it becomes absolutely certain that it was me. That I must have done something. I must have said something. And, and then I'll become desperate. And then a lot of times I'll end up messaging the person a bunch of times. And, and it will overwhelm them and they might get kind of freaked out because I'm just basically spiraling um, in in this rejection sensitivity and, and um, projections that I end up making. And so that leads to a extreme need for reassurance and validation. I'm always seeking reassurance and validation um, more than other people would feel compelled to or that would need to. Anxiety or panic when away from a friend, partner, or loved one. I certainly experience that a lot. I keep thinking, will we ever talk again? Are they ever going to talk to me again? Is this, is this, am I just, is this friendship going to be abandoned again? Am I going to be abandoned? Like that, those wounds... And memories start coming back and surfacing as a trauma response. Using And then this is where it gets, where it can have a negative impact, where it can, it can make you self-destructive in a way, which is where you, you get so desperate, you get so anxious, that you end up using blame, guilt, or shame to get reassurance from a partner and a friend. And if the partner isn't really, or the friend isn't really looking at what's happening from a neurodivergent perspective or isn't really fully understanding that this is happening as a trauma response. Or they might interpret it as you just being manipulative because there are unfortunately people that are manipulative and it's not because of trauma or it is because of a different kind of trauma or you know there's different reasons and and so you can end up coming across that way even though you're not trying to and if the person doesn't understand as a trauma response it's really unfortunate because they might think that you're just trying to manipulate them or take advantage of them but it's it's coming from insecurity and also overreacting, overreacting to perceived rejection from partners and friends, you know, that's what can lead to 
a lot of this um, unintentional manipulation that happens. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today because I've noticed that I've had that happen with friends of mine, friends that I care a lot about and feel actually most of the time feel understood by and and really value um really value that friendship and so and then I end up putting myself in situation I, I get so insecure and I end up you know because I'm seeking validation and I'm not getting validation or not getting enough validation I I end up using sub even a lot of times subconsciously using tactics that are essentially trying to make the other person feel bad not because I want them to feel bad but because I want them to see that I'm struggling and I want validation and care and um, support and you know I just need that validation and, and a lot of times I don't feel confident just voicing it as is and it can end up being perceived the wrong way so I just felt like it was uh I don't have a lot more to report on this I, I might do a guest episode in the future with someone that has more experience or more knowledge on this topic but I just wanted to share my thoughts on it uh, my experiences with this for today hopefully this episode is helpful hopefully someone relates to this if you do relate strongly to this and you want to talk more about it feel free to send me an email. My email is in the description of the podcast. So once again, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you next time.